Fall time in Tennessee. Welcome in to episode 10 of the VFL show. Uh, Vol Nation, Vol fans, we have made it to the third Saturday in October. Jason here with you, going to talk a little bit about uh, what Tennessee is going to need to do to beat Alabama for the second straight year, this time in Tuscaloosa. Um, please subscribe. Uh, first off, please subscribe um, after you listen on most platforms. Just type in the VFL show in the search bar. Also, uh, at the VFL show on Twitter or X, follow me there. Uh, a lot of really cool interactions with a lot of uh, Vol fans and other in the in the college football world um, over the past six weeks that you know that this show and the account on on social media has been has been working. So that's good. Um, really, really happy about that. I appreciate you guys listening and interacting. Um, it is really, really cool. So Alabama, Tennessee. Third Saturday in October in Tuscaloosa. Uh, some of the li- so the line has come down a little bit in in terms of the betting world. From uh, I think it started at eight and a half or nine. I think you can get you know there's some seven seven and a halfs. Um, I, I it's probably more like seven and a half eight uh, at most places. But uh, Alabama was a nine or a ten point favorite last year. Uh, Tennessee was able to win. Uh, a high-scoring game, 52-49. to 49. I was there. I still can't believe that Tennessee won that game. I probably won't ever believe it. Uh, it was a scene um, at Neyland Stadium, to say the very least. Everybody knows uh, about the field rushing and the goalposts and everything else. And, and in order for Tennessee to have that jubilation this time um, on the road, they're going to have to get it done uh, in a different fashion. Last year... The game was 101 points between the two teams, and I don't think you're going to see that this year. Uh, these are two much different teams. Alabama is uh, has given up 31 sacks. Their offensive line is not that great. That's an opportunity for Tennessee to take advantage. Uh, and Tennessee's defense is one of the better defenses, not only in the SEC, but the country. And that is something that Josh Heupel prides himself on this team because the first two years he was at Tennessee, you know, he's been at Tennessee. He hasn't had the defense that is much different this year, but the offense is not where the offense should be. Um, Brew McCoy out, uh, Joe Milton not, hasn't clicked fully. He's had some moments, but he's not, um, he's not being efficient enough. Now, some of that is wide receiver drops. And that is not just an excuse, that is a real reason, because it hasn't stopped, starting from game one against Virginia. It hasn't stopped. Uh, it's, it's been every game, whether it's been uh, Dante Thornton or Ramel Keaton or whoever, it's, it's, been, it's been somebody. So, um, once again, got to clean that up, because uh, you're not going to beat uh, Alabama in their house uh, making mistakes like that. Um, for Alabama, offensively, Jalen Milrow has been pretty good. Um, he's not he's not Bryce Young, you know. He's not to a, a tongue of Iloa. He's not, you know, your great Alabama quarterbacks that Nick Saban is is used to working with. So there's a, there's some opportunity. Um, 
for sure. There's some opportunity there for um, Tennessee's defense to get, you know, to get active um, and do their thing offense, you know, and do their thing defensively. Um, James Pierce Jr. is 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 a monster. He's been really really good this year at getting to the quarterback. Uh, the front four for Tennessee is going to be uh, extremely important because you know uh, Alabama has has weapons on you know in the receiving in the receiving game. So um, Tennessee's defense, uh, if you're going to be really really good with your front four, it's going to present. Um, similar opportunities uh, against Texas A&M and against South Carolina, you're going to be able to uh, give your defensive backs and your you know your corners and your safeties more 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 leverage there. Um, uh, Tennessee's been much better over the last couple of games, and I know it's you know South Carolina and Texas A&M. It's it's not Alabama, but they've been much better. Um, in the secondary, Kamal Haddon specifically has been much better, and, and I'm I'm happy for him because I hated that he got booed at his own at his own stadium by his own fans, quote unquote fans, um, which is something that you just should never do. So I'm happy that he's gotten uh, interceptions in in two straight games. Um, Gabe Judy Lolly with the other last week. Um, Alabama's backfield is. Not like Tennessee's in terms of their running backs. So what Tennessee was able to do against Texas A&M, Alabama was not able to do against Texas A&M the week prior. So um, I believe Texas A&M only rushed for like 20-something or 30-something. Or sorry, excuse me. Alabama only rushed for 20-something or 30-something yards against Texas A&M's defense. Well, Tennessee was able to run for over 200. So... Another key for uh, Tennessee's offense is get the running game going and then separating and creating space for these wide receivers has been a problem this year versus last. Obviously, when you have a guy like Jalen Hyatt, he's able to separate. And, you know, Keaton, you know, and Thornton and, and, and their receivers have not been able to uh, separate, and that's kind of what you need because the what you got to remember as a receiver is don't stop running with Joe Milton because Joe Joe will get it to you. He he could throw it with with the best, you know. He could he could throw it as far as you need him to. So don't stop running. And some of these guys, what they do is they um, for whatever reason just don't do that, and then you end up with you know an interception or. or or a pass breakup, or just a missed opportunity. Um, Joe needs to also be able to read the defense better, uh, not only in the RPO, but just uh, in general, because the last couple of games, he hasn't seen a safety that's been able to drift over and pick Joe Milton off. So those are a couple throws that he'd like to have back, I'm sure. But um, if the opportunity is there... For Joe to run, uh, he should do so because at six foot five, two fifty, uh, the man can. And so, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're showing these opposing defenses that you will run, um, then it has to keep them honest. 
um, in terms of the passing game and the running game. So that's something for sure that Joe should be doing. Um, if the three-headed monster for Tennessee in the backfield can have can have their way, then I feel like that's going to open up opportunities uh, elsewhere. I see this game being played uh, in the 20s. I don't know if it's going to get to 30 uh, for each team. And I think the over-under was in the 50s. And, you know, with that being said, I think that's a little high uh, in this game. Uh, I look in, you know, you look for a 24-20, 27-24, maybe even like a 2017, similar to the game that Tennessee played last week uh, against Texas A&M. Besides the uh, Middle Tennessee game for Alabama, they've played, and the Mississippi State game, they've played in the 20s themselves. So, you know, the trends for uh, this football game is in the 20s, if that. And I think if it gets to 24, 27, that's that's pretty generous. Um, Alabama defensively is really good. Um, that is probably one of their better units. Um, of course, Jalen Milrow is able to... Um, be very elusive. Uh, we've seen that from from multiple quarterbacks Tennessee has played even this season is that um, Jalen Milrow is elusive. Once he gets out of the pocket and he's on the run, that's when he tends to make a lot of plays. Uh, he'll be able to get uh, the ball to his receivers when the play breaks down. So for Tennessee's, you know, Second and third level, you know, safeties and corners. It's very, 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 very important that you stay with some of these guys when the play breaks down. Now, that might not happen as much because Tennessee's defensive front, you know, the front four is really, really good. So uh, we'll kind of see about that there. Uh, As I was saying, Alabama's defense is really good. Um, They're going to come after, you know, Joe Milton. They're going to come after the running backs are going to come after the receivers. So uh, that's an opportunity for Tennessee to, uh, that's the biggest key. That's where the game is going to be won and lost, in my opinion. I think Tennessee's defense is going to do their thing. Alabama's offense is probably going to do what they've done. Maybe a play or two, Jalen Milrow breaks. But other than that, it's going to pretty much be, you know, you might call that a wash. Where the game is won, you know, the past two games, it's been the trenches. But here, it's Tennessee's offense. Uh, Does Tennessee's offense make a play? or two, or three that they need to, to advance the ball far enough to win this game. Um, will field goals win this game? Probably not. But will it keep you in it? Probably. So what you do is is that it, it, Josh Heupel take the points. Um, fourth and seven, you, you, you don't go for that. Uh, I, I, I don't think that that's a legitimate uh, time to go for something. If it's fourth and one or fourth and two, I understand that with the tempo, uh, that this team runs, Tennessee I'm talking about, that you you can go for it on 4th and 1 or 4th and 2. But you take points whenever points are given. Um, I think that Coach Heupel throughout the week, you know, when when talking about um, Alabama and, and, and this game and in, in, in his pressers, he has been uh, adamant that he knows that he, you know, had could have taken the points. There could have been a little bit of a different situation there. But... Um, Tennessee's pretty healthy, I would say. I mean, obviously, you know, Brew McCoy's done for the year, but um, I would say that sh- they should be pretty healthy uh, for this game. Um, nothing 
nothing is key really injury wise. Um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a good game. Uh, Tennessee has not won, uh, in Tuscaloosa since 2003. And that was also the last time that Tennessee won back-to-back games, uh, against the Tide. So, um, I, I, you know, I don't want to disappoint people, uh, but you know, you can't, you can't be a homer every game, right? You can't pick your team every game or the team that you uh, enjoy, the team that you cover, the team that you watch, podcast about, whatever it is. Um, I just don't think that Tennessee has enough to win this game. Um, But it's going to be close. It's close enough to where it could flip, and I could be wrong. And believe me, I don't want to be right when it comes to picking against um, teams I enjoy. But I'm thinking uh, probably 24-20 Alabama. Um, And that's just kind of... Being able to think about it all week um, and, and just kind of what I've read, what I've seen, um, I just think that Alabama is going to be up for this game. Uh, it's a revenge game for them. They lost last year at Neyland Stadium, and they remember. And this game is at home. Tennessee does not play well on the road. Um, their last uh, three road games um, that mattered. Um, so going back to Florida this year, South Carolina and Georgia both last year, um, the ones that have mattered, they haven't played well in. And Brian Denny is noisy. It's not like the loudest stadium in the SEC. We all know which stadium is the loudest in the SEC. Just in case, um, Gary Danielson was not aware. Maybe he didn't have his hearing aids in. Probably didn't. Um, he'll be on the call again with Brad Nestler. They will both be in Tuscaloosa two weeks in a row for Tennessee on uh, CBS, the SEC game of the week. But um, Brian Denny's not like crazy loud, but it is not like not like the loudest, but it is loud. And Tennessee doesn't play well in these environments, but um, there's lessons to be learned. And this is this is the uh, time for the Vols to um, pick it up. Everything is in front of them. Um, Tennessee gets Alabama this week. They go to Kentucky next week, and that game will be at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Not really impressed with Kentucky, uh, even though they do have a a decent record. The games that they have played that have mattered aren't really – they're not impressive. Um, You know, when you lose to Florida the way you lost to Florida, it's just – you know, in in Missouri too. Uh, Take the Georgia game out of it. Um, Not – not. I think that's a total gettable game. Uh, for Tennessee. And we'll talk more about um, Kentucky next week. Um, and then after that, you know, of course, you get the UConn game at home for homecoming uh, at Neyland Stadium. You get going to Missouri, which is going to be a tougher game for Tennessee than I think people thought at the beginning of the year. Obviously, um, Missouri has uh, Georgia still on their schedule. So uh, we'll see about them. And then uh, the big the big one, uh, November 18th, Georgia and Tennessee could be for the East could not be, I guess there's a few, few things in the way first. Um, and then wrap it up the season with Vandy. Uh, if Tennessee loses this game, it is not, it doesn't kill them for the sec East yet. It would make them, uh, five and two, um, and two and two in SEC play, but only one of those losses uh, were in the SEC East. And there's a lot, a lot left to go. 
Anything can happen with Georgia. Anything can happen with any of these SEC East teams. So it's a little bit too soon, this being an SEC West opponent um, tomorrow at 3.30 in Tuscaloosa. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, Let's wrap this one up. Be sure and follow the show at The VFL Show on uh, Twitter or X or whatever the hell people call it nowadays. Uh, And then in the search bar of most of your listening platforms... Uh, would be the VFL show. You could type that in. Uh, I know for sure you could do iHeart, Amazon, Google, Spotify, um, and I'm sure there are others. And, uh, you know, adding some pretty much every week, too. So uh, that'll be really good as well. Um, for Jason, uh, which is me, and and only me, uh, we'll talk to you guys Monday, recapping hopefully what could be a big victory uh, for Tennessee. Talk to you all then. Have a good weekend. Oh, no.